Hi guys, welcome to a special episode of the Unveil Afro Beats. We're doing this in collaboration with Freemi TV, Freemi Space, Freemi Digital, and Studio X. My name is Excel Drab, and I am here with the lovely. Wow. Melody Asan. Mm, Melody Asan. Yeah, you're used to her. Melody Asan. Anyway, we've got, we've got a lot of people in the studio here with us. A lot of talented people, important people, influential mm. people, special Shit. people. Let me stop there. <laughs> so, well, well, you know how we do it every week. We're going to go around <clears> and introduce ourselves. So, this time, tell us your name and tell us what you do. So, I'll start from here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my name is Motolani Alake. I'm music editor of Pops Nigeria. Uh, my name is Ekuchika, I'm a writer. Um, my name is Shegwa Kondi, and I just came here to watch, <laughs> <laughs> to watch what's going on and see how my guys talk. Yeah. My name is Joey Akin, I'm a writer. <laughs> uh, forefather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Adi Adisiji, I curate this for Audio Mac, and I'm for 5 or 6 music. Alright, my name is Lola, I'm an and I have a double work. Okay, so today we're talking about um, A and R and music journalism, right? We uh-huh. we're bridging those two together. So we're going to go around real quick. We start from Joey and come back. How do you define A and R? Okay, for me, A and R is a. Uh, it's pretty much. It's, it's pretty much like an editor. You know, you you're responsible for you know ideating for. Someone ideating, making sure the sounds great, um, looking for sounds, looking for artists, uh, scouting, and my artists with producers, just making sure the music is good and everything surrounding the, the, the sound, the music, the arts just just works, you know. So you work with marketing, you work with promotion, you work with uh, the managers, you work with yeah, no, yeah, no, the, the men to play ten. Generally, like football, football, yeah, football, football yeah. talents. You know, the guy who's getting in the middle of the field and makes sure everything works. That's the air now. The air now manages the music. Mm-hmm. Don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, just building on what you said, I think air now is just more of someone that, like he says, is do you say married to the music? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you're just more of like a scout, someone that finds the sounds that. The public would like most likely also helping like developing the talents, you know, ensuring that their sound continues to evolve and grow somewhere that you have. And that's what I think it will be. Lola? So um I want to go by traditional meaning of A and R. So they are the middlemen between usually the record label and if you're an indie artist so between you and your music and you and your record label and your music and they don't you a lot of people think they are now only function after they sign them. They function even before, even here and now. There are people that have air and R deals. That oh, I'm going to air and R you, and when you record label signs, you I'll be taking a bit out of your your what do you call it, your calls or whatever it is. Or, or when they sign you, I'm done. But they're gonna pay me off. It depends. Or I even advance you. To, they they do a lot of things like that. So they are air and R deals. They are air and R deals, but they are usually the middleman even before you. Okay, I want to start singing. This guy, oh, he understands the sound. Like he's. 
It's just like the, the priest in the music. So I, I'm going to tell you that he's He's like, and I'm spiritual. Man and wife. I make you man and wife with the music. So yeah, it's yeah, usually the. Uh, I'm going by traditional definition. <coughs> the middle man between music and. Okay, before we we'll do, do this here and this just talked about, do we have, do, does that happen here in Nigeria? Yeah, I know. Ah, nice. Totally. They couple, not a lot of, yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything to add to what they have said. But I'll have, I'll, I would like to, to add a few things. Like Drake's, there was a course before Pound Cake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where they said, the guy, the guy said, um, back in the days, they are now used to tell us things that we do. Had to make but music. Now champagne with us and all that. <coughs> so now the job has kind of evolved a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. The artists kind of have crazy control of whatever they do. But in a way, yeah, and I was just trying to make they make things better. This, oh, what do you want to do? This is what you want to do. Let's make it better for you. Mm-hmm. This is the fault here. Let's make it better. The tracks, the albums. How can we get them out? Who do you need to feature on this? And that's a big thing. So I think for me, uh, everyone has said everything interesting for me and very key. So for me, I think the most important thing is uh, what I look at. Like <coughs> I said, we have them in Nigeria, but you just have to put someone that is attentive to sound. You know, somebody that has that, yeah, there's a lot of people that have that. I think it's annoying, it's like oil, way day ahead, that you can you can say, okay, this is the sound that can work, this is the sound. Yeah. A lot, it's just few people that people that have that grace. It's not everybody, so uh, in, in our contest, yeah, we have here and I also have here and I smooth love with the managers and their actors. But the difference between the ANR is most loud and the <laughs> artist and the ANR that understands business. What Joey, uh, uh, the Laurent Motolani has said is somebody that understands that and I know that like football, I like football a lot. It's like a Zavi, right? You are the person that makes sure that Messi scores. The person that makes sure that Messi looks good, the Busquets, they are not just there to be hanging around and be smoking loud. And <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know because you've said everything and then you just kind of propped it up with the loudest. <laughs> But yeah, um, I like to think of it as like talent development. So it starts from like finding artists that fit a certain ideal, artists that have potential to do certain things. And then you go on to taking those artists and developing the brand. So it goes from the music to their styling, to basically if you have a vision for what this person will do and what is marketable, trying to fit this this diamond in the rough to something that everyone wants to subscribe to. And then the final step for me is making sure that the finished product, what we deliver to fans, fits the entire vision. That's pretty much it for me. Okay, so um, Ugo spoke about smoking loud. <laughs> and, you know, A&R, like, basically just talking about not being, in my in my opinion, I think he's just referring to A&R not knowing when to draw the, the, the line between being personal and being professional. So now, individually, how do you handle your personal relationship with artists? How do you handle it? What do you, how do you ensure do you- that you stay professional? How do you, you know, you know, draw the line basically? Let's start with seven. The funny thing is, one of my biggest references, or the, the people that kind of showed me how to manage my relationship with artists, is this guy. Joey. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically like you need to understand that, and it goes for artists as well. It's, it's professional. As much as we're all creatives and certain lines will be blurred with time. You need to understand. Is that allowed to do even bloody lines ever? <laughs> yeah, you, you can be helped. You it have to be because there's there's a certain level of trust that comes yeah. with creative work. People, creative people yeah. are very averse to feedback, and if they don't trust that you have their best interest in mind, they will feel like everything you're doing is just you have this idea in your mind that doesn't work with what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So it's just making sure that you stay as professional as possible. For me, it's 
don't show up when you're not needed. <coughs> don't hang around. Like exactly. if you're smoking loud, smoke your loud in your house and let him smoke his loud in his house. <laughs> Do you understand? It's it's things like that. But, don't... but can you smoke the loud together <laughs> <laughs> while working? Yeah, I mean, like I said, lines will be blurred in certain instances, but just establishing boundaries and making sure that exactly. our relationship is professional first and the personal elements to just to make sure that that professional part works as well as possible. So smoke loud? Sometimes. Hugo? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Shrek has said it all. For me, I think that um, is, is a marriage. All right, it's a marriage. And what what we don't do here very well is that we, a lot of people in the industry don't understand trade-off. Right, I think I think it's important that for you to know that yeah, that this is giving does not mean that you abuse it. Alright? Mm-hmm. That you have access to this person, you do a job for this person, or you do an hour project for this person. It's an access. It's a, it's a professional uh, work that you are doing that if you do it well, you get something else, you get like feedback to more to do more project and more more stuff for the person, or even for another person. So the fact is that if you are hanging around like Shego said, your time is supposed to be end by six. They want to still go to club, Kubana, to go and chill, right to off. It doesn't help your life in the <laughs> Because, no, because at the end of the day, when... when because it, it looks funny, but the thing is this, because at the end of the day, they, these guys are very, very cunning, right? Cool. Cunning. Cool. The, the artist. The artist. Okay. They know when they go to drop you. So, for my, my interest is that... They know when to drop you. When they, when they, when they, you're, play, you're playing a role. You're not the star in the movie. You're not the star in the movie. As I'm here now, you're not the star in the movie. You're part of like the cast and crew, people they don't see behind. So your job is to help the movie to look good. So if you have to carry camera to do all those jobs, like dating jobs at the back, you do it. But place a value on yourself, most importantly, all right? Do what you do as a service, as an act. Because it's an ecosystem, it's an industry that you're part of. Don't go and mess it up because you want to be a groupie. And so it doesn't help anybody. So, so for me, it's just that trade-off. Understand the part where you have to do the job professionally. Do it and go home, and and come in and where you have to chill. It's not a bad thing to you know have all those things in between the work. It happens. We we'll all do that, all right. But there should be a balance. If we're doing it because of the job, it helps us. Because at the end of the day, if we're all doing, if we're all having that loud and every other thing, because it helps you to create, it helps you to talk, it helps you to do the things you are doing. It's for that space. Uncle, when we finish, until we finish, keep your own. I'll go to my house. So when you leave that second night, now come back again tomorrow because people do ah, Obani. Basically, go home. As a Tolani. Well, I, I like to think of creating consciousness like um, like you are creating a bomb. Like you are creating a bomb. Like, bomb what? Yeah. <laughs> like you have to be careful and you have to understand what mm. you're doing, the purpose of what you're doing for. You have to understand that the amount of C4 to put in whatever you're doing to be able to do certain things. So if you are making music, right? Sometimes the kind of music, like that, that, like what I said the other time, the artist has the A and R has to understand what the artist wants to make, and they have to understand if what the artist is making correlates with that kind of vision. So you as an A and R, the artist is not um, doing what he, if he wants to do, you might be able to. Sometimes unlocking creative people involves unorthodox means and. If smoking loud you think is going to unlock the eye, then I don't see why you can't smoke like that. On the second part, um, drawing the line is kind of hard. Like Shebo said, it's um, you need a, a level of relationship with certain people to be able to get them talking and to open up to you. But at the end of the day, you have to find a way to be their friend while being there. Mm. There's no middle ground. I don't think there is a middle ground. That's it. 
So you can't draw the line. You can, but it's in the line. It's 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 in the it's in the friendship that you draw the line. Okay, so Lola, what do you think? Well, I have a couple. First of all, never avoid C finish. <laughs> Create value. Most these two especially I like to hammer on them because C finish happens with everybody, whether or not I'm your friend or not. Some post the C finish in professional level. Mm-hmm. Right? So in as much as you're avoiding C finish, create value because then like Austin said. I always, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, I always shout about managers of people that smoke loud with your artists. <laughs> I always say, I like, I'm not saying you shouldn't PS4. smoke loud. I would have placed PS4. I'm, you're coming to, I'm, I'm, I'm entering an artist's house. I'm saying, the guy, guy, how far now? You're supposed to be the air now. People are the ones shouting. You're even putting money to bed. Sometimes, it's not like I'm not saying we shouldn't, just sometimes we all get over to do that. And also, thirdly, remember that these people are humans. Call them by their names, by their government names. I try to do that. So when I'm calling you by your name, I'm not calling you as whoever you are. Look at me. I'm talking to that so person. So you're not a fan. I'm not, I'm not yours. I'm not your groupie. I'm your guy in the profession. So I'm calling you. Whoever I'm calling you, um, Sheon, because that's your name. Time I was calling Larry. <laughs> yeah. Larry. So try to try to see them as their gov, as their personal person. Don't see them as that star because that celebrity or that thing that they are using is is something that they created. Whether you like it or not, they molded themselves to be that person. When it, there's nobody with them, they are that other person. So see them as that other person and relate to that person first before you relate to the other person because somehow. If you are a good per- if the person is a good individual, you should rub off to his music and whatever he does. So try to relate with that other person. So when person sees that yo, I'm seeing past that person that is here and I'm talking to that other person and creating value because if even if all of us smoke loud together and in between the smoking loud, I'm literally giving you gems that you can't get outside. Mm. You will still come back to me mm. because you know that I'm doing giving you gems. That's a point that we smoking loud between they've lost all their senses. Or they'll be doing things with you and they've lost all their senses. These people will carry you handicapped. When they're done, <laughs> when they're done with you, they will bounce you and look for the guy that is smoking loud with them or is not smoking loud with them and is being is giving them is value. value. Create value. Basically. Remove the the celebrity status from them. Always try to Shoot close. Them like, yeah, like try to put that veil on like i think there's something in contract but like, it means unveiling remove the veil from them see reveal the veil remove the veil look at that person if you i have something to do with because if that person is good to do rub off with the music it's not it's not music to the personal sometimes it does i mean either way but avoid see finish when the person person not your friend they are not your friend please try not artists are not your friends okay. i try not to do that as an era uh and i think the best way to really draw the line is just to be as professional as possible and the only way to really do that is to execute on like any given task that they say you need to do so like, i mean if they say you need to show up for a meeting or like you need to drive 10 you have to be there at 10 like you don't give them that slap of 10 or 5 10 30 because they're after you so i feel you just have to always ensure that way you know they'll probably respect you no matter when you're showing that you're serious about your job that you can't smoke your loud if you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> but then you know it's not like you said it's not sleep in it. you have to ensure that it's loud sha just off the top of my head but like i think that's just the best real way to like draw the line just to show that you're actually a professional so that way okay joey talk about loud too <laughs> one more i mean but no it's 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 very i've worked with artists i've worked with artists both as a in a lot of ways and popular artists and one thing I always notice at every on every at every level is that these people just unvalue. 
Exactly. Mm. Above everything. They just want value. They, a lot of them are not structured. A lot of them don't understand uh, they don't understand boundaries. Mm -hmm. So they don't, they don't, they don't understand boundaries. Like an artist has called me by 2 a.m. Why? Uh, yes, yeah, because he thinks he can. And then in the morning when 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 you wake up, I like, hey, you called me by this time. I won't just talk to you. But now what could you do? With you, the file being born. <laughs> That's the question. Something. So it's it's that and like you said, there's always the element of balance. For me, I'll, I'll be very practical as much as possible. So when I go into these sort of spaces, at every point in time, I always go, you first I don't hang with them. Mm. You don't hang with them. See finish is a bad thing. Exactly. Nah, so is never hang with them. Nasif will make them come to it, sub you. So then later I'll tell your guy to tag you. <laughs> It's the same all over. So for me, knowing that I am anti finish and I wear a lot of hats, and one of my most famous, most public or visible hats is my journalism. And you know, there has to be a certain level of uh, of space or the separation. Mm -hmm. So the lines you can't fully blur the lines. Nobody should be yeah. uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Nobody should mm -hmm. uh, forget that. So every time I go into those spaces, what are we discussing? After that, at every point in time, we won't play FIFA or half the music. Mm -hmm. Go on to this half the music. By the time we're done, eh, I might smoke aloud with you. No, no, I don't smoke loud. <laughs> please, please, Joey, don't smoke loud. Don't smoke. I mean, you can smoke loud with them. I was talking for a friend. No, you can smoke your loud for your, uh, for your with. You can smoke. You can smoke. You can smoke your loud with them. You can do a few things with them, mm. but always. Always, always understand that the only reason why this relationship exists mm. is because there has to be value for on both ends. Mm. So if you focus on that, everything works. All right, nice, nice, nice. All right, so next question I'm going to ask is, uh, and this question I'm going to start with Melody. Melody will answer. There's a reason why I want Melody to no. answer. I will explain. Yeah, Relax, yeah. chill, chill. I will explain. Don't so the question that. is, the question is, how do you identify? You know, an artist that has potential or promise to be a big star. How do you? Or not even necessarily to be a big star. Like you listen to the music and you know that okay, this this guy or this lady has something that is what you know it's what the world listening to and all that. Now I'm bringing Melody in because one, red, Melody is on radio. One, two, Melody has this thing she does called Melody's Melodies, where she focuses on upcoming artists that she feels are not getting enough attention and she tries to put a spotlight on them. Be, don't be humble. Stop trying okay, to be humble. So, <laughs> so yeah, how do you what what do you, what do you hear? What's it that you hear that tells you, oh, okay, this is it. Or what do you see or what do you hear? What's that thing? So quite honestly, I don't think there is I don't think there is like a format, like a fixed way to say, oh, so this if you listen to this person's song and you'll be like, oh my god, this person is going to be really big. Because like last year, I don't want to mention I don't want to be specific or mention anyone before they, they attack me on social media. I say I said so basically there's some answers that I listened to last year, let's say 2018 or 2017, like, oh my god, this guy is really dope. And I'm like, oh, I can place a bet on this guy in 2019, this person's going to be really big. 
and this is like November and nothing is happening. And this person has just like songs. I'm like, ah, oh, but this guy is really good. He sounds really good. Then you now hear some artists that you did not even hear in 2018 or 2017 that just come in 2019 and they will just say some things that you don't even understand. And this person like the biggest artist. Like, what's this person singing? So there's really no. <laughs> so I can't say categorically that oh, as a person, this is for melody. As a person, I would say oh, I can I can guarantee that this person is going to be really big. I can say oh, this person does good songs. When I listen to it, I like it. I say oh, this is really nice. But I can't say I'm very sure that this person is going to be big because in 2019, most of the guys, most of the you know, um, some of the emerging artists who are doing really good music or some of the emerging artists who are really big right now, artists I did not see coming in 2017 or 2018, and they just came. Somebody put money on them and they're, and they're there now. So, mm-hmm. like Joey said, maybe they don't need my, they don't need the promo, they need money. So, <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think um, putting them on melodies, melodies, or whatever. I think they found an investor who put money on them. Well, what, what, what do you think? think? Okay, um, like Melody said, there's no hard and fast road to this thing. But when I hear people's songs for the first time and I like them, what I try to do is, maybe because I'm a lawyer, I like to do due diligence. That is, I'll go back to you when you started. What you've been doing, how you like your growth. I want to see your growth, and I also try to see your character because your character to work is also going to determine you. You can't be singing, be the best singing or there's an English like, like be the best vocalist in the world that be carrying for settle from now till tomorrow. If your attitude is bad to your work, it's going to at some point you might be getting the buzz, but that buzz just get good because you cannot keep up with whatever you're doing. So the money also is part of it the money is also a big it's also a big part of it so in as much as you sing the best and i'm like oh and i also try to because music is very relative you might not blow the next year it might be in five years to come you, you never know when you're going to blow so there's no hard and fast rule about it but actually like i said i try to do my diligence to see oh where is this person coming from what has he been doing is he a diy person that with or without the money He's still going to keep creating and keep evolving and try to put himself or herself in places that it's going to make them blow. So, in a much as you're good, I try my best to tweet about you or reach out to you if I can. But if I see that even ah. attitude to reaching out to me too is not well, <laughs> maybe you'll not blow through me, you blow through an investor's money or something. Yeah. No, I mean, um, because of, um, I would say, like the playlisting that I do with Audio Mac. Um, I realized that like, I, I listen to so much music every day and then you realize that like everybody you can tell who's talented but then you can't tell who's going to because like, you, that's when you realize that there are two sides of the music industry there's like the actual talent and then there's the money you know, the promo vibe the vibe there's no vibe because everybody's vibing that's not so, so I mean so like I don't know there's no real hard and fast road to anything I mean, but it's vibing who remembers like that song that went viral Friday that Rebecca Black song like I wouldn't say anyone here would say that was like a great song but that was it but that was I mean, you don't know what people yeah, are true, true, like true, true. there's no real so I mean you know, I know they're not no, so <laughs> but I mean as in, that's just the, the whole thing now I mean, you can't really tell who's going to blow but you can tell what's good yeah but then like what's good and what's going to be marketable are two different things as well mm. so, so i mean the, i mean so nowadays with artists it's even more about it's more than the music now it's about yeah. people want someone they can relate with and people want someone that they can you know connect connect to and all these okay. things i mean there's just more like the music industry is more than the music which is which is crazy to me joy so you want to how do you know who's going to blow first i say it all the time 
Nobody knows. Okay. Even the person that will blow does not know him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. No, I don't. Sorry to call you short, but people, I see some artists tweets. I know. I always know. Everybody's positive. No, everybody's positive. Everybody's positive. Everybody's positive. Everybody's positive. I always know I was going to blow. At the start of every month, eh? Let me tell you a little story. At the start of every month, everybody tweets that it's not to be good. I made the mistake of tweeting that thing. Lots of retweets, thousands of retweets. This one, that one. That was my worst month. So forget all those things they do there. He entered. My mother told me. They rolled the dice and it worked, you know? But they didn't know. Because if they knew, they would have gone to home and slept. And brought out this particular song that blew them. So nobody knows. It's the same way. But what? If if you have a trainer, if you got more insights and you got knowledge of some sort, and you have experience, and the only thing that is, that I think is the common denominator with everybody that blows is that they they offer the market something new. Always. Yes. Always. Anybody that really blows, not the ones that will come out. Something new. Or something old. Something new. No, something new. They remix something new. There's a There's something new. Whether it's their voice. Check out your top 10. No two people have the same voice. In Nigeria? Yeah, top 10. I'm serious, I'm pressing, 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 i one is growing, one, one has planted. You guys fix the rest. Moving uh, on. So nobody knows what you, what, what you can do is, as a yeah as a business person. As a business person. As a business person. What you do is what? Why why do you want anybody to blow? What okay. what what is your what's your interest? For example, if I want good music, I can find them everywhere mm-hmm. on the internet, and then you say that this one good, this one good. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be putting down money or capital or human resources, anything to anything, then you're not looking at goodness anymore. You're looking at what will make it for you. Recoup. Yeah, what what will bring back? We call an investment. That's what you're looking for. So at every point in time, how do you know an artist will blow? Is the one that uh, is the one that has above everything is one that has money behind him. One, once you have money behind you, things work better. Wow. For mm. Always mm. look at anybody that has blown. To maybe yes, now yes, <laughs> good story. Look at people that can people with an angle to this because everybody get vibe. What's your vibe really? So it's it's a lot of things, but nobody can tell you that oh you blow. So people can say what you're doing is nice. They can encourage you. They can Keep doing it. You. Maybe they can put you on melodies, melodies. <laughs> but only God can blow you. Sorry, 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 sorry to cut you off. Can I ask something? Like, yeah. so you think there's no such thing as organic blowing? As organic blowing? Yeah, I'm not just saying. I mean, I have, I have an answer myself, but I just want to know what you think. The, the system, the systems that blow you, eh, the communication, everything costs money. Yeah. Everything. So now we don't have any artists in Nigeria to 2019 who blew organically. Who blew organically? You can't blow organically. You can't blew organically. We've never had artists who blew organically. Nigeria. Right now. It's not. 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 But then, always matter for it to be amplified in this market. Always. 
Wait, wait, I just want to speak to what you the question and Naramali's part. So I think about it in terms of the finished product, in terms of like the music. Because before you get a sense of who's going to pop, you need to listen to what they're putting out. And then I want to think about it in terms of the artist themselves. So the music for me is when I like my time as a journalist for them, what I used to listen out for was artists that know their sound but are not afraid to stretch the borders of what they can do. Mm. People like that for me, names that come off the top of my head, Bernard, Lady Dolly. Bernard knew what he was doing from the get-go, but was always willing to stretch to certain audiences. Lady Dolly's new project is very different from the jazz-oriented stuff she did earlier on. Very, very different. Like, so it's stuff different. like that points to the fact that you can blow with what's working for you, but if you find certain pockets, you can always switch into those pockets, and it's always very, it helps to amplify your stuff. On the artist end, I feel like artists who are deliberate with their stuff always pop. A name that comes to mind for me is, and I don't know this is Rema for instance, everything that Rema has done feels like there's been a 10 year plan somewhere that someone is taking stuff off. It's different from, say, an artist who drops a song, doesn't drop something for two years and puts out photos. It's like XXX launches new photos. <laughs> Yo, you tweeted about this shit. Like, like, photos bro. Like, I don't get So there's that. There's also the fact that you want the artists who, who see the big picture. For a lot of these guys, they just want to have a song that's on TV, that's on radio, that their friends will call them. You, I just saw you on TV. Do you enter the club and that's that's all for them. And if you don't understand, complimentary drink. Complimentary drink. And if you don't, if you don't see the big picture, if you don't understand now that your music is 20, 25% of the entirety of your brand, there's a problem. Because if you're putting 100% of your efforts into that music, you only be within that pocket of people that listen to your stuff. And when you see artists that without any form of amplification, without any form of support, they're already thinking about those things. You know that if they get that support, like you guys said, they can propel themselves to a certain level. About Naramali, Naramali had been doing music in the UK for yeah. like five years yeah. before yeah. it came. Yeah. It didn't pop. Someone tweeted a couple of months ago that Naramali came to Africa and just became big. Yeah. Why? Yeah. We got to a point where street culture, Nigerian pop culture had sucked itself dry. And the next place to go to was street culture. That's why Akege really popped. Shaku Shaku crossed Stone Mainland and became something that people were dancing and putting on social media. And people from outside were like, from outside the country were attempting to. Michael Blackson was doing Shaku Shaku on his own comedy skits. So Naomi just like slipped himself into that pocket and crossed Stone Mainland with everybody else. That's usually what he did from Japa. And then again, you, you, you have to spot certain movements. You have to spot certain movements. Like, there is a go song, for instance. There was a certain thing about Nigeria appearing at the World Cup to from our from our jersey yeah. to the fact that there was a bunch of young players to the Nike campaign 
and then the song is there. And then they pick it as like the official or unofficial Nigerian song. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's particular about form. Exactly. She's particular about it being organic. Doesn't answer my question. You need, you need, you need the money to have to fight. It's a go, it's a go, was on Feda. Yes. Prof, there was money. There was money. You have to do it. You have to, you have to use I'm not disputing that far, but you guys made it, you guys talked about artists who, who got funding to push their music as, op- as opposed to you cannot operate on this market yes i get you but i am saying that we have some artists who necessarily do not have that like, did not start do you know there's, there's a bunch of artists that have been signed to major labels in this country? They had big machines behind them and that nothing happened. Yes. So it's two things between each other. It's like in marriage, for instance. Yeah. You need to know what you're trying to do. You need to know the pockets you're trying to slot yourself into. Yeah. And then when this thing comes to help you, it just fits into it. So if you're saying there's a World Cup happening and I want to have my song as one of the songs people are thinking about, you have a plan. And then the money comes to get people like Feder to come write about you. There's a plan already. It's different from you dropping a random pop song and then Feder is covering you. There's no context for it. So it's two things meeting each other. That's where I think about okay. it. Okay. All right. I, I, I think, first of all, I just want to clear something. Organic growth is a myth. It's a myth. Anyway, it is. It is. It is. I just want to start. If I don't say this again, I can go out and go to sleep. See, it's a myth. There is nothing. What do you want to do? Who are you organic? Because when your world where algorithm defies everything, you know, shapes everything that you see, shapes everything that you hear, shapes everything that you you you, you, you come in contact with. <laughs> so, <laughs> even if you do so, there are gatekeepers everywhere. So, if you are somewhere, somewhere, and you are not thinking, you are not you are not being smart. Okay, for the for the, the thing is, is uh, for the last uh, let's say 10, 15 years, in, up, up to this point, you can point you can pinpoint landmarks, things that artists that have gone far. Have been able to do mm. all right for example buna boy his sound was unique when he came with like to party and every other thing what we were hearing on radio was was kind of crazy it was a terry g era everything he came he came he came and he came and brought his sound down all right that 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 is like so if even it's the same thing you go back to two face time all right, when everybody was making noise, Two Face came with his own sound. He brought everything down. Man, there's easy and techno going mid tempo. Mid tempo and everything. So, so, so organic growth is unless you're not a thinking person. Let me say, unless you're a stupid person, you just stay in your house and think that everything is organic. No, you're very stupid. It's not organic because you have to think. You have to work with the team. You have to look at and say, what is working? What does the market work? I used to be an agency guy, so maybe that's why I see things differently. All right. For example, when we sell products that are like a small, small satchel of milk that people buy as far as Zafra, okay, it's not organic growth. The, the the brand managers and this and this and the all, the market that marketing manager that that asks us to do things to they create content and everything is not organic. Nothing is organic in this Nothing. life. Nothing. Even Jesus did not come. Just he didn't just drop. Yeah. So weird. So what I'm see, what I'm saying is this. Please, it doesn't make sense. Right? Look at look at what works. The, the, my problem with a lot of artists that if you sit in their space that they don't think beyond the studio and the lab. If you're <laughs> I love I love music, all right. So I feel that if you're gonna find yourself in that space to create, be serious with it. 
All right. There are people that their lives are dependent on this. There are people that they listen to your music, they feel good and every other thing. You're not just playing around. This is not this is not jokes for any other person. So if you get into that space, understand what works. There are there are people that have done this thing in the last few years in Nigeria, you know, in breaking out and racing. What have they done? Like Joe has said it, uh, Shigo has said it. There are things that the market is looking at for each year. There are things that the market wants to see each year. Yes. And people want to connect to this and also yourself as a person. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that at the end of the day, now ties into being bankable. I came from the East if I moved to Lagos. Oh. All right. There were artists in the East that we are better than some of the ones that you know now. But you know the thing is, is when the people cross River Niger to get into Anicha, all right, and move to Oka, Enugu, get to uh, uh, Trasekulu, you know, the rest of them, those ones there, they were not bankable. Mm-hmm. That that is that is another that is another part that that defines everything because the thing that it, it, music is not charity. <laughs> Nobody is giving you money because they like they're not big gates. So you have to. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are being unfair to me. You guys have said a lot. Of <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Okay. But I guess um, first there is no there's no other fast truth to this to this thing. There's no there's no formula to blow in. There's, there's no formula to blow anywhere. And that takes me to t- talking about organic growth. Um, in Nigeria, before I come back to Nigeria, even in advanced crimes and the US, for example, three songs that you can say grew organically are um, Bauer, Alem Shake, organically, quote and unquote, um, Gangnam Star, by side. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 I said quote and unquote. What's the last one? Bauer, quote and unquote, and then um, um, Nas X. People will say these songs grow organically. I want to ask you. There is nothing. Would you would you say Fetuwab's first single? Nothing. I'm I'm agreeing with you people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let him come. Uh, let, uh, let him get. Let him get to let us. What if I will tell you that these songs grow organically? My my guy, there is nothing like organic 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 growth anywhere. Um, Sai, for example, I think Sai signed Sony Music while he was in Japan or something. Mm-hmm. And then the song grew because they created a campaign around it that made people start dancing and creating videos yes, on social media. Yes, yes, yes. Bow Alem Shape. Now these songs came at a time where people were obsessed with flash mobs. Dance movies were creating flash mobs. Everybody was creating flash mobs. Step up, everybody was, they were all creating flash mobs. And the labels that signed Bauer, for example, when Alem Shake came out, what they did was, oh, start a flash mob, create influencers, started dancing on social media. Mario Balotelli started dancing to Alem Shake on social media. LeBron James started doing Alem Shake on social media. Now, this brings me back to um, Nas X. People say Nas X grew organically. On How? TikTok, they said. How? They said. <laughs> no, I mean, How? No, that's like, wasn't it just like, wasn't it basically, um, it was a country song? Like, bro. It was when they removed bro. it. No, that song, I think I can make it say something. No, that's not part of it. That's not part of it. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. But that's what I think. I can make a case That's how it seems. Wait, let him finish. Nothing like organic. I don't agree. Wait. Nas X. Yeah, finish, finish. No, you want to say no, 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 sure. Nas X dropped the record on, mm-hmm. on SoundCloud. That was the first place to drop that song. They recorded it on SoundCloud. A lot of people started listening to it on SoundCloud. The only reason that she blew off SoundCloud, can I come? Yes, you can. Yeah, come the only reason that she blew off SoundCloud was because people were putting this stuff on playlists. Do you think regular people were putting these things on playlists? No, SoundCloud. Now, <laughs> the only announcement they announced. <laughs> oh, bless you. See, the only announcement there are key makers and gatekeepers in every industry. If you are not going to blow it, you are not going to blow it. And there's nothing about it. And there's nothing to do about it. That's it's not democracy. That's oh, yeah. it's not democracy. <laughs> Can I point something out? Yeah. So, okay. in, in 20 years ago, when we were talking about like the emergence of Africa, we were talking about guys like Sufis and the rest of them. They were dealing with much smaller markets. Much, much smaller markets. Now, you're dealing with markets where 
30 albums are dropping every Friday. What's the incentive for me to look for you? Listen to 30 people drop 10 tracks. 15, 20, thank you. And then find the one song that shows me that you're good enough for me to continuously listen to those songs. And then tell my friends, because that's how organic growth starts. Sharing with other yes, people. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the incentive for me to sift through those 30 albums? And That's like 600 album. plus songs. Of course. And find the one that pops and share with those people. And then they think that it pops and then share. Because that's organic growth. It doesn't happen anymore. Now, before you listen to a song, it's curators like yourself yes. that tell people this song pops. Yes. That's why stuff like Melodies, yeah. Melodies. That's influence is not pure anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They can't sift through those things. So they come to people like him, like him, who have a sense, like him, who have a sense of like, this is what's popping. This is what you should so listen to. Let me listen to that because you. Let me follow these guys because. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Now the problem is this. Now, talk, talking about Nas X didn't even blow while he was on TikTok. Was he the, did not. Was the, was it was a niche success. Nas X blew when that song became a scandal. Got onto the country charts. Yeah, that's what I said. And do you think that um, the scandal was organic? No. What if it was organic? Uh, it was uh, no. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, let's move on. I think so. Let's move on. So let's move on. Talk about this okay. So argue, argue in the comment section. Argue in the comment section. Okay. So yes. So the next question is, I need to know what you think about the tag up and coming artists now because. So, because we see, <laughs> so because we see artists, we see, and you can, you can, if you want to make reference to anything personal, that's fine. We see that's artists. No, I'm just no. That's fine. That, that's fine. We see artists who come on social media, like. So I've actually seen an artist correct someone and say, "Don't." Okay, so an artist was so a fan was like, um, "Oh, please pay attention to this art, to this up and coming artist. He's really dope." And the artist was like. Sorry, don't don't refer to me. Thank you for your support, but don't refer to me as an up and coming artist. Yeah, I can't remember the person. I'm that sorry. Their pro- that's their personal problem. That's their personal problem. So, so wait, my question wait, is, wait, wait, my, my wait, wait. Co- I can't sorry, remember. Melody, I wish I have mentioned the name. Would they have a would they have a problem calling them? Oh, you have blood. Well, we get there. So we get there. So the question now is, do you think that it is condescending for, or it is rude for you, or it is somehow Damn. for you to refer to an artist as up and coming? Let's not also forget that in 2019, we hear people now refer to these guys more as, as emerging artists, that's not to offend say. them. Should we even care about how these people feel when we're talking about? Let's start with Tolani. Tolani wants to go first. And should we really care about how they feel when you refer to them as up and coming? So should we just stick to telling them who they are or what they? What, 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 what? Do you know the problem with the modern world? Oh boy, let's go. The problem with the modern world is everybody wants to stay in control of everything, and you can't control anything. You are just one person. Semantic. (laughs) Imagine artists, upcoming artists, rising artists. (laughs) The problem is you cannot stay in control of anything, right? Your stage and what you do is how people describe it. You can't stay in control. See, you are not looking at yourself, you are not a mirror fan. You are, you are behaving to people and people are going to judge you. People are going to say, oh, this is what you are. That's what you decide what it is. You can't decide what you can't decide it. That's what, that was the problem I had with a lot of people saying we are not SoundCloud artists. Fun. But you started. But you started off SoundCloud. <laughs> there is actually a genre of music as cloud rap. Yeah. For kind yeah, of love. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go and fight them when they describe your music as cloud rap? Shout out to Chance Rap. I don't think they will find where you eat. What? What? I am not a SoundCloud artist. Bro, it's crazy. Oh, I am not. I am not. I'm going to say this. I am not an OT artist. Does it bother on pride, though? 
I'm forgetting where you're from. I just want Austin. I can go first. Austin, Austin, let's. Austin, let's keep it short. Austin, please keep it short. See, the thing is, the most important thing for an artist is for you to create things that people can, you know, connect to, enjoy, and the rest of them. If you are preoccupied with defining yourself, you failed already. Your work is not to define yourself. Mm. Your work, first of all, is an artist to create music. Mm. How are people to judge you? We'll, we'll, we'll have the internet that is very democratic. All right, people are free to say what they have to say. So so we're not in Bayelsa, so we're in Lagos. So the thing is this, so if you are, you are, you have this uh, fragile emotion that you cannot take, that you cannot take, you're an artist, you're an artist and you want to have a fra- fragile emotion in 2019. <laughs> oh, go and get a bank job. Wow! Go and get a bank job because you are coming out, you've not done anything before. You want us to be starting you with the great like then, then two phase and left. Have you face. blown? Have you blown? Do you know what spoils? Do, did they know you after first time? Do, do you know what spoils this thing? Just do you know what spoils this thing, eh? An artist will find small money and say he has to release music. And then someone will wake up and say, okay, let me write your press release. Then guess what will now write? Uh, this this record label or Kurokere record label. Just is releasing this music from their superstar. Superstar. Releasing this hit music from their superstar. So we never come. The song is going to scatter Nigeria for the next year. What? I like the song now. Somebody looks at you and say, "You're upcoming artist." You say, "But I said I am superstar." Shame, 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 shame. Nobody cares about if you go, go to banking. <laughs> if you don't want us to judge you, mm. shame. I'm exhausted. But <laughs> the thing with like this whole upcoming emergency is like I, I like to speak to what he said. Everybody wants to control the narrative, mm. and like we're in a world where, yes, 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 we're in a world where it's it's easy to get curators that work on platforms to write about you and say you are getting me to dance shaku shaku when I've been dancing shaku shaku since twenty. Mm. Shout out to Wavy. Right. So it's it's a thing where. Big respect. Artists, artists now understand the power they have if they liaise with certain people to control the narrative about them. Mm-hmm. But then again, it doesn't change the fact that curators will always see what it is. Say what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. the funny thing is, we're in a world where, and I don't know if it's something we're going to speak to later, but reviews are dying because yeah, fan reviews are everything. Marketing there. You get. So if you if you want to stay in one spot and drop two songs and say you are a fast rising artist or you have come, you have arrived. There there are twenty kids on YouTube saying live that they are hearing your song for the first time. So it's either you are you are fighting a battle against yourself. First off, secondly is that. <clears throat> Within the context of this whole, like the entire movement, there's a sense for certain artists that what I'm doing is important, so you should put me at the top level. And we've seen this with a lot of other artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sense of like I'm coming with something new, and everybody else is doing the same thing, so put me at the top. They don't know them. Yeah. They, they don't know them in their village. They are some past first tag. You have a problem. No, no, no. If I did break up, the thing is this. See, I have an issue with like Shegu is saying, all right. You you want to control yeah. you, you want to sorry, you want to control the narrative, mm-hmm. all right? We're in an age where everybody has access to internet, you know, mm-hmm. feedback, instant feedback and the rest of it. You can't. People are gonna even if you pay, even if you pay Vogue 
to put you as Shaku Shaku inventor. We know, we know, we know who. We know. Sorry, 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 sorry. Before Joe, before Joe contributes, I, I I like to say one thing. People like people like to change things that have become hackneyed, things that have become cliche. So because upcoming has been used for a long time, we feel like oh. It's become watered down. Imagine. It's derogatory now. There's another thing, and this is where they're doing themselves a disservice. And again, I don't want to do this, but I like to speak to a lot of people. Please do it. Please do it. If you have free me space and you've gotten Fader to write about you as the next big thing, and then two years after they wrote that story, you are not the next big thing. You are still, like, it does not matter if if your mom sends you WhatsApp messages every day saying you are the biggest thing in Nigeria, you are still not coming. So it's, it's a thing of like, you might have your perception of yourself, and that's completely fine. It doesn't change what the pastor. Even, 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 even if the pastor at our father tells you every Sunday or Friday that you're the biggest, you know, you're not the biggest. You have to It comes, it comes to how how much like. These artists, there's there's a giant wall between mm. artists and curators. Yeah, there's a sense or, of differences when people describe yeah. what yeah. they do. That's true. Or there's a giant wall between the artist and reality. Joy. Yeah. Joy. 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 I, I remember a certain philosopher <laughs> in this pop Joy. space. No, in this pop space, he said, "You cannot be more than who you are." So yeah. What? What? That's 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 a treason. Like you can't be more than who you are. I've exactly. seen people. Yeah, I've seen people. Those. I'll give an example. There was a story I wrote and she was, I referred to an artist. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, So I referred to an artist, I wrote something about an artist and this was a big platform. I tried to get in contact with this artist, you know, let's, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And then the artist, they treated me with levity. And, <laughs> and you put up your article. And, 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 and I, I used the information I had and I created what I could create. With the levity. With the levity. I levitated. You levitated into the paper. Yes, so when the story came out, international story, everybody went to shout. Ati sent me the end. I am not this, this, this. He said, Bro, did you tell me? Bless you, sir. Some of these things are like some of these things are part of marketing, and you know, there's a, there are middle grounds for these things. But generally, people will call you what you are. Yes. And you can't do anything. Nothing. You can't do anything. Nothing. Yes, I know. Like you can talk to the more visible people with influence. You can try to uh, alter how they see you. You can attempt to influence their position on you or the words that you It's not going to change. But the person on the, the person that hears your song for the first time say, oh, without coming artist. Yes. Or you go somewhere and you perform, and it's not the people that will call you are not coming artists. It is what they'll tell you with, the what they will stone you. You know the ridiculous I saw, thing. I, I saw someone here that was called the inventor of something. Went to along with this conversation. Along with this, I like you. Wait, 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 wait. Went along with this show. I'm the stoner. Only three. Stoner. This is pure fact. Only three. This person not dead. Yes. Sure, sure. Yes. This is not three times seconds of the song. She chops so. Yes. In the end, now apparently, inventor of Shaku Shaku behavior. According to Vogue, take that behavior online now, and you now drop something, and then people look at you and tell you, hey. This is not it. This is not it. And then you show up and then you begin to try to do all of that. It it will not work. We're way beyond that. Um one more thing is artists need to understand that it's beyond them now. It's above them now. 
Like the moment you say I'm coming into the public space, it's above you now. Okay. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes, it's above you now. There's nothing that you can do. People would it's the work that you do that people will react to. See, the only reason you have a job is because there's an audience. Yes. That's the only reason. Because they're reaction. Yes. 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 So, so, yes. so that's what it is. Thank Over you. To you. So, um, I don't really know how to fully answer the question without asking another question. Mm. No, 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 no. I mean like so. If you're afraid of being labeled as an upcoming artist, what do you actually have to do to not be an upcoming artist? Do you have to like sell a certain number of records? Do you have to have a certain number of views? Yeah, on YouTube? I, I mean, I, I mean, I, mean I read somewhere. I mean, I'll, I'll let you answer. But I, mean, I read somewhere. I read in a book somewhere that you're still considered a new artist until you've sold a certain number of records. That is that that is Pardon? You say that was that? No, I mean, but then now, I mean, how else are you not upcoming if? You know, what, I mean, what's the benchmark to not be upcoming? True, that's a valid question. So, I mean, are you not upcoming once you, I mean, once you, yeah, once you have my, my, my biggest example is, once is, 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 is Joe Boy. Is, is Joe Boy an upcoming artist? Yeah. I would answer by saying next year I'll know. Like, he's established himself today? as a good no, 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 Points of earlier discussion of there's no like formula, there's no real way of doing it. Like to me, Joe Boy has more views than a lot of like established. So for me, what would make me tag you an established artist is staying power? Yes. If you brought down two exactly, that's what I'm saying. Lola, 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 give us your answer and let's move on. I'll start with you, I love guys, that guy. Um, I don't have an answer, like straight answer. I'm but this. I'll, I'll, I'll link with what Joey said. That is, you can't give all you don't have. You can be an upcoming artist for 20 years, whether you like it or not. Of course. For 20 years, of I will still call you an up and coming artist. But you will stay gen- there. Are your days an up and coming artist? What? Uh, people tell me Ayo J and I know he's an up and coming artist because he released Hello. I the thing is, Ayo, I said Ayo J is an up and coming because if you tell me what, I can't remember your number. Your number. Your number. How many years ago? How many years ago? See, let me tell you the fact that le, there was an argument we had on Twitter one time, and I think shout out to Maya Wabalogo said that we called, we called um, Berna an up and coming artist for a long time. Even Berna had to go to SA. Before, like he had to go to SA, SA had to bring his son to us. He left here to have to go to SA and he, he had to like put it back to us. And for a while, let me tell you now, I've been to places in Nigeria where the only time they know Bonner Boy was when he started singing Ye. Yeah. And they're like, he's an up and coming, that is their reality and it's not a lie. That is their reality. That's their reality. So you can't wow. determine that, wow. that is anybody's wow. reality. Wow. If you go to China and they tell you who is Bonner, is he not an up and coming artist in China? Is so that means every A-list has an upcoming person to somebody? Yeah. 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 AY.com, if you go to somewhere now, he's not an up and coming because they knew him even when there was no radio. Pass but me your love, him, pass me your love, pass me your love. If you call him now, you're going jam. to put him in a way, if you're putting like their OG, you put them, you put Legis, his yeah. name on your Alright, guys, let's move on. Let's move on. It's very subjective. 
objective and even this person is spiritual. Now nah, let me ask. Let me ask. You don't listen to that. You want to be international. So this 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 has Tension and also let me even bring in, bring in something that will bring more Please. tension. How do you handle? Um, how do you deal with artists contradicting your take on their craft? So you're an A and R guy. You've heard. You've heard. Or in journalism, you're, you're an A guy. You've heard what your what the artist just did. And you're like, eh, it's not bad though. But you know, we could tweak it. And that's like, nah, fam. Nah, me be this. Nah, nah, so it be. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Or you're a journalist. You write, you write your review and the ad's like, hey, yo, fuck you. Basically, you're saying you will send 30 people to your office or, you know, that kind of thing. Or actually send. That is close to you. <laughs> <laughs> or you get, you get, you get. So, how do you do that? Boss. I want to start with Shego and go like this. Right. So. Um, so, for me, is I'm a very results-oriented person. They call your boss. Yeah. They call your boss, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You can't argue with numbers. If I tell you to do certain things and you say, okay, you want to do these things, I'll let you do them. And then I'll tell you, okay, let's do what I want to do. And then we'll compare the numbers. And if you insist that you want to do what you want to do, that's fine. I mean, for me, coming from like, the, as a journalist, it was always a sense of, there are certain things I would write in 2016, 2017, that they would literally reach out to us and tell us, you guys are not doing this thing right. This thing doesn't make sense. I remember an artist in 2017 reached out and said, we used a photo that didn't depict him as an artist. Now it doesn't sing anymore. And it's like, we could see it coming a mile away in 2017 that you were not going to do this thing. But it was, okay, I'm an artist, I'm an artist. And it's like, okay, stick to it. But he's not making music anymore. So it's a, it's a thing of, if the results are there, if we can show you that this is, these are trends that we have followed, and we've reached the conclusions, and they're different from what you might feel works, mm-hmm. but we've consistently shown that we know what we're doing. You can't argue with results. That's it for me. But then again, there are artists that are very, very adamant. They're like, yo, this is what I want to do. Even though what you're doing is working, I feel like if we concentrate these efforts on what I'm doing, it could work a lot more. My approach to that basically is, is compromise. And it's very difficult for creatives because you have an idea of what this song or this music video should look like and this artist says, this is what I want to do. So can we find a middle ground? Because at the end, you can't have winners. When two creatives are working together, you can't have a winner. It doesn't work that way. So you need to find somewhere where two of you meet and deliver the most, the most accurate product that satisfies both parties and delivers on what you're trying to achieve. Ugo? Okay, so Ugo. As a writer, so it's a question again. The question is, how do you deal with you know artists not not being okay with whatever it is your opinion of their music or, or their art? Or their art is. Does it does it influence your writing? Does it? Well, see, um, the fact is that there's a constitution in Nigeria, 1999. <laughs> Alright, and everybody has freedom of expression. Ah. Wait, ah. wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna die, bro. <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. I, I move from the governance Wait, wait. I move from the governance space. I move from the governance space and to entertainment. The thing is this here, I will not come to your house or your studio and tell you what to produce. I will not do that. That would be disrespectful of me and my work and the things that I do on my own level. I won't do that. So I will allow you to create on your own. And I will say my own. I just want us to understand that, that we can respect each other's opinion. Because I say the fact is this, the, the art is bigger than the artist. Mm. Forever. Yeah. Till Jesus comes back again. Alright? 
So the thing is this. If Jesus, this guy. The thing is this. Jesus is If if you're your own and you want to and you want to make sure that the narrative fits into all the things that you do, it's not possible. Create what you have to create. Let people interpret it differently. Let people interpret it the way that it connects to them. Mm. So and that is my own is that I want us to get a place where they can have creative expression, both on the part of the artist and the part of the fan and the part of the consumers or the creators so that everybody could understand who could say this thing is coming from like this is where this is how I connect to your music this is how I connect to your sound I, I, it's my opinion it, it does nothing right it, it makes sense maybe because people listen to me they will not say it will not yeah, so yeah. but it doesn't it's, it's, it's not only so like Joey said so I, I, my issue is that whether it's Lomi or Clay Soy or Sandy Soy is your own my one is that let us get to the point in this industry and, and, it's, and, and it is important for the arts because all over the world, let's say in China, but the people that have made art flourish from Venice <coughs> to the United States, there is one key factor: the the the, the critics or the reviewers that are, they, they are an important part of the industry. Very good. They are. So Very the journalists, if you think they want to disregard us because we are not on Fedor and everything, oh no, Wahala, we wait for you. When you are when you are this aspire for UK or US, oh you could meet us for Lagos. We could take it So so. Let me wait. Let me say my mind. Wait. First time. First time. I need to come back to first time because it's the last point. Wait. Now, what I'm saying is this: artists, if you want to feel that you are doing, you are inventing something or the rest, or they want to be an Einstein in the music space, okay, it's your business. They will judge you, and the fans will judge you. The streaming, like Joe, we always say, the numbers will judge you. Whether you you, you don't penetrate past VI to first time, because you'll be in VI one thousand and four, and you think that you're making waves. But when you know. You know, pass. You know, pass. Eh? So we know. So the thing is that what I want is the most point that everybody in this industry understand that the fact that let us have a creative expression to express how we feel, and everybody say it's important because it makes the it makes the art itself mm. to grow. Because if we're in a place where we are being contentious, we are trying to drag with each other, it doesn't help anybody. So okay. do your music, go your house and sleep. If your music is fine, the brand managers will call you to come and perform at the event. If it's not, you stay in your house and watch the TV show. Oh, <laughs> Dead, dead, dead. So it's, it's difficult to talk that, but um, first I'll go. I will start by saying, uh, you can't judge things with numbers. We can't judge music with numbers in Nigeria. That would be very, very erroneous way to judge things. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree. We can argue that. We can argue that later. But the second part is this: um, times have changed. In the past, reviews artists used to send music to 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 yes. to to, 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 to that, yeah. two three weeks before time. Like mm-hmm. you send it to them and they present their things and then they write whatever they want to write. You might you might not like it, but that's one. Now, now artists like Chegu said the other time, artists have gotten more entitled and and um, God bless. That's the one. I've become more entitled. That's the one. They have become more entitled over time. And creatives generally. We are all stupid. We go to stupid people. I don't agree. Yeah, it's no lie. Yeah, that's it. We all need feedback. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we, are, we are all like, oh, that's how it says. Um, Joe wants to say something. He's just his body. His body is Joe's body. Let me tell you this. We are all egos. We all have an. That's how it is. And without that ego, we can't function. We can't fully function. That's I can't. Okay, it's fine. Now, on the part of the others, I've written two articles about this too, and I've discovered that there, there is no hard and fast rule to judging any kind of music. Mm-hmm. It is very hard, especially when you don't like the music, to be able to be fair on the artist. It is, because you have to understand that, oh, 
there is there might be someone that likes this music. Mm. It is it is hard as bad as it is. As bad as it is. Mm. So what do you do? I'll go back to the artist. After the previous episode happened out, and I said, look, when you drop something as a creative, you've lost power. That's it doesn't it. belong to you anymore. Mm-hmm. The creative expression is not you. It is now at the mercy of the, of the, audience. Of the audience. Leave it to Sorry. them to judge. And one of the people who are going to judge your music is the journalist. And if you distract and you you cannot cannot escape escape you wait for you when you finish your yeah. vibe. You yeah. can't escape what they have to say. You can't, you can't, you can't escape what they have to say about your music. Yeah. So what do you do? You can't do anything. Just create and keep it moving. Create and keep it moving. Yeah. But if the person is not fair, it's not fair to you, then go there and do an interview. Tell the person. So you just want it's to have okay, like when MI came from pause, yeah? Okay, so um, so the last is it Joe talk to nobody? Fresh up. Joe, yeah. Oh Joe, finish us. That shit's your Joe, Joe wants to say something. Please camera, focus. Sorry, wait, come I need to go back to what I said, Joe. I only ask that it's fresher coming for interview. We don't talk to nobody. Moving on. Joey! Forefather! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, it's different. You know, artists still send me their music. Um, I get a lot of it. A lot of the songs that are out, if you're close to me, you know, they're dead. Months before they've come out. A lot of them. You're a gatekeeper. You get. Padlock. Padlock. You get that? After the kick, you get After the kick, you get the key. And, and always, always, I tell you the truth. So that's what, this, that's what it comes to. That's it. And I, tell, I tell you the truth. Hey, this is what it is. This is what I think is wrong with you. A lot of the songs that came out yesterday, I've, I've read all of them. And I'll tell you, this is what I think is wrong. This is where, this, is where this does not work. This is what I think you should change. This is what it is. Look you don't have to change. When they reach out to you, when they reach out to you, like artists, artists have this kind of ego that there is no, nothing they, to change they, when they drop the music. No, it depends. They, they, they before it comes out. It depends. Like, it depends. It okay. So a lot of the times, your your contribution will not be listened. Yes. They, they, they won't adhere to it. But guess what? Guess what? They do. They, 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 some of them will listen to parts of it. Some yes. of them would. So it might be the next project that was okay, let me do this now. A song came out yesterday. I said when the song came out, I said when they sent me the song a month ago, I'm like, hey, put more bass on this thing. That's what we made. And there was no bass yesterday. There was no bass. So there was no bass. Did they did they put did they did they put the bass? No, no, I'm answering no. No, I'm not talking. I want to live in Lagos. I don't want anybody to slap me. So did they put the they put the they the same car? No. Uh, you can't can be trying to decipher it, but I won't even tell you. I won't even tell you. I want to live long. Because a lot of these things are done in confidence. Mm, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, would they listen to me? No, a lot of them wouldn't. Have a lot more listened to me? Yes, they have. I've seen people where I've, I've told them, hey, do this and they do it. Hey, mm. this is wrong. It comes back to my argument. This with this, they will do it. But it, it depends on the person. Do you get paid? Do I get paid? Uh, but it's my service to the industry. You're receiving my service. You have to pay that income. Of course, you get, you get your perks. Uh, I, I get lucky rent now. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so,
That's for the I I do not care how you feel about what I write. Broski man. I do not care what happens in your place. Bless you. In your, in your groups. I do not care what happens in your WhatsApp groups. Mm. I do not care this. WhatsApp groups. A, a lot of it now. You write something and you put it there and everybody will start blasting you. It's fine. You write something and people send you screenshots. You write something and people will always have an opinion. At least, write, at least they are rigid. See, an art, I, I tweeted my mind once. An artist brought me at an event and was the honey. For one hour, this guy kept telling me that I did fuck up. Say, he got me as family. Did but that he slapped you anyway, so. No, like this was a this was a more this was a this was not hostile. This was okay. not uh, this was not so you know job to lab. This was not school. Okay. This was more like see dude we we worked we worked together before we've done this before on some level and you know some of my moves I might not be proud of them but you know the way you said it I didn't like Thank it you. and I'll tell you hey I said the truth I mean like I expect you to I expect you to have your relation and I expect them to hit me up you know so it's always there's a level you get to that it will you have to be able to move along these lines and move along them but based on what I anything I write about you I don't care how you feel about it you cannot be too comfortable mm. I know the lines of blood, even in the US, all these lines of blood. There are journalists working for me in Crossroads office. Bro, beat the oh, Yes. There are journalists. Don't mention names. There are journalists. There are journalists that are part of the marketing process. Very, very true. There are journalists. Especially in the movie industry. There are journalists that are that, that are promoters. So you always have to understand this thing. And at every point in time you understand why you're writing it. If you're writing this thing as to give honest feedback. Yes, then it is. <coughs> reviews do not do not improve the process. Final reviews are everything I'm saying. Yes. Official reviews do not improve that process. It's, yes. it's engagement of art. It's, yeah, like yeah, 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 it's yeah, inevitable. Yeah. So all of that thing, it doesn't how you feel does not matter. On the side of the journalist too, you always, always have to ensure that you you approach this art from the most balanced position that you can. And anything you write. You, you can always stand by it, except in the light of new information that disproves what you've written. But if it's based on opinion, Omar, I have insights, I have emotion, I have knowledge. I put all of these things together and I create this piece. You, you have your own tool and you can put the same thing together. If I lie against you, tell me I've lied against you. Okay. But if I tell you your song is not sweet, yes, it's sweet to you. But it's not sweet to me. And you have to respect the fact that, yes, I have an audience and these people believe me. And same way you have your own audience, I have my own audience now. So if I tell them what I think, you tell them, you what? give them the music that you, you, you think, think is sweet for them. I tell my people what I think is sweet for them. And, 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 and at the end of the day, yes, that's what it is. So I don't, I don't understand. Back to okay. expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, well, with me, I, I, I would say like working on the labor side of things, like when it comes to artists not really, like we always, I would say like before anything comes out, everybody kind of, I would say we all work by community where everybody kind of has this agreement of what we would want you to, to do. be released. No, so I mean, there's, there's, there hasn't really been that kind of 
do fiction yet, and I'm yet to. Fortunately, I'm here. Nice, nice. Lola. But I mean, no. But then, like, I mean, when it comes to actually like reviewing and critiquing things, I think you also have to have the reputation of you know being a straightforward person and being that kind of guy that they know when they come to you, they come to the truth, so that they know that it's not all all compromise and sort of. But then I think um, the main thing I think people also, I would say on the journalist side would be, I don't know, when you review, sometimes music is very like quick and rapid. So like when you're reviewing something, you're probably reviewing it off the first listen, sometimes maybe off 20 years, I don't know, I don't know everybody's process. But then it's just like, because it's just like that instantly, sometimes you might hear something once and then you don't really like it. But then you might hear it 50 times. It's grown on you. So I mean, that's the problem with reviews, really. It's like really, it's really snapshots. Like it's not as if like you can go back to your article. We're coming to reviews. We're coming to reviews. Yeah. So I mean, oh, I mean, we're going to talk about that. talking about reviews, yeah. But I mean, that's like maybe, I don't know, maybe your artist should develop like that whole, you know, what's the word album, can you drop? Like a thousand when you went back and remastered. I don't think your artist should go back to that. And journalists should probably go back to re-reviewing their own article. But I don't know. But at the end of the day, you just probably just have more integrity with everything you say. Yeah, well, can you give us like a brief answer? Yeah, the question is, do you, how do you, like, what's the question? I'm trying to, I get the question, but I'm trying to, how do you react to your opinion? Challenge you to express, challenge you to face and expressing your opinions. I don't know, like, I wear different hats at different times, but when I listen to songs, when you're on Twitter, when you're on Twitter, when you're on Twitter. Yeah, I have, I listen to songs, when I hear a song, right, I hear it, I always talk with that I hear songs in four parts. First, as a consumer, second, as your lawyer, third, as your investor, and the fourth, as as the guy that maybe tomorrow you need my money or something, or as the OAP or whatever. I try to listen to it in four different parts. So, as your lawyer, I'm like, ah, my guy, this thing is that. But as a consumer, I'm bumping to it in the club. As the investor, we don't get my ROI. As the other guys, mm, you know, we're good. So, whatever, like he said, whatever you're doing, try to, your integrity has to mm. come to play. Nice. Your integrity mm-hmm. has to come to play, and your opinion is your opinion. You can't yeah. kill anybody. If I say your music ah. is work, it's work. Can kill I hear it that is nice. work in my ear. No like I said, no I, I might hear your I song that. as an investor, and I know that yo, you're not gonna give me money, but somebody's going to like it because she's depressed. Nice. Do you follow? Relatability. 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 It is very subjective. Whatever you do. In that in that hat that you are wearing or in that review hat that you are wearing, make sure that you are saying the right thing and you are not being influenced by every other person. Or because the marketing people of the company have come to give you ten oh, thousand dollars to tell you, nah, 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 nah. Okay, so <laughs> so based on the last question that we spoke about, um, a lot of people mentioned, a lot of people here mentioned integrity and the importance of it. So now let's talk about this based on journalism, based on being a critic, based on writing. Don't form, give us the straight answer. Don't, don't go like this. So now I see some people talk about some things. I am on social media on Twitter and I see I, I, a song drops and, and I'm like, no. So I'm just chilling. I'm waiting for people to come and talk about it. I know the people are going to check their pages to see what they want to say. And we know them and they're here. Let's not. So this is. I'm, I'm talking to you. You 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 know yourselves, and we know that this song nah now nah, nah fam. And you see these people wait now. Some song that you hear, you be like, wait, what's wrong? 
What's wrong? What's wrong with this song? They now see these people hyping the song and say, yeah, Oh my god, this song is mad. Then you can now go through the comments and be like, No, this is, and some people will come and say stuff like, Oh, so this person obviously got paid. Do we have situations right now in this industry where some of you all are compromised because because you have to get paid? I guess pay your lecture rent. Bad you Bad have to, you have a girlfriend. You have to buy her stuff. Do people pay you now? Well, that's a very novice question, but I also want to chip in. How? To, let me chip in. Some. Are you compromised? Yeah, I want. To, so basically, the question is how you separate like your personal bias. Yes. From journalistic writing, also. As a music writer, how does this affect with you? I'm not a music writer. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, if you're writing on Twitter, you don't write. And how does money affect your so, reviews? So, no, so how does this so how does this affect music reviews in general? And I think all of us on this table know that music reviews in maybe in the last ten years, they are not what they are now. So yeah. So I want to start with Shego. Okay. Um I kind of made the cross from my background as a journalist, the, the artist I feel like I covered the most was Brian Boy. Thank you. Like, Pulse, I covered the most oh. from Pulse to CNN to Sukoko, and I've never met Bono in person. <laughs> so it's just a case of pure interest, yeah? But I understand that we live, we live in a brown envelope economy. And it goes from just music to politics to culture to to contracts to the civil service, every aspect. So it's going to permit journalism, and it has. I've had brand influence been offered to me by people in government to say, "You don't run this story," or "Okay, take this part out," or "This thing that I said doesn't work." I like trouble by default. So that part that you said I should not put out is the part that I'm going to put out. This is, but but. When you look at the big picture, in, in the sense of like how you separate the fact that you want to write about this person, you want to curate a review, but then you have personal interest in it. Personally, for me, artists that I like personally, and I don't want to mention this name, but I'll mention it, Lady Donnie. I don't review Lady Donnie stuff. If you check on the internet, I've never reviewed Lady Donnie album. You get because it's it's a very personal thing for me. So it's for me, it's, it's understanding. Like like Lola said, your integrity is a big part of what you do as a reviewer. And if people start to sense that you're no longer objective with it, you lose credibility. There's no reason to, because it's like you've crossed on journalism to PR. In the larger context of what reviews have come to me, for, for reviewers or for people that review um, albums, and this speaks to um, Tolani mostly because I know he's the one that reviews most actively among us now. We're, we're coming from a place where 10, 15 years ago, like you guys said, <coughs> labels will send projects and ahead songs of time. ahead of ahead time. Of because the artist, the, the curator, the critic's point of view means a lot. People subscribe to Eumatic and your own NAS idea because Source gave it five mics. And now, if you say why is Ematic a classic, one of the top five reasons people will give you is the source gave it five minutes. Yeah. You might not understand it. Yes, mm-hmm. but you understand the value of that platform. You understand what five minutes means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get. Now we're coming to a place where, and we know digital publishing is dying off. Three, two, a year ago, you drive reviews and you get 30k views. Now, if a review is getting 5k views, you have to be very happy. Praise be. But you go on YouTube and there are 16, 17 year old kids doing fan reactions. 
a minute after the song drops and they're doing 60k views. So you need to understand how much your influence, how, how, how much your influence reaches, how much reach you have. Because if you're writing and these kids, 10 kids on YouTube are dropping reviews and getting 60, 600k views cumulatively and you're getting 5k, you're in a small bubble. So what are you bringing to the table is context, is insight. And all those things matter. In the larger sense, it's just, for me, is reviewers now need to understand that you can't just review an album because there are people that don't have the same knowledge that you do that review the album. And by default, it's just the way the world is working now. They'll get more eyes than you. So what are you bringing to the table? Context, insights. You've had conversations with these people. When I joined Pulse, Joey had been writing about music for three, four years. <clears throat> if Joey writes about an artist now, the reason why a lot of people will subscribe to what he's saying is because you covered this guy when this guy was nobody. When he lost his first record deal and signed with another label and then he left that one and had culture. All that context. All that context is there. So for me, it's, it's a thing of understanding the role you're, you're trying to play, understanding your reach, understand what you're offering to people who are reading your reviews. Okay. I, I think for, for me is that even, you know, I, I, I've been an artist since the last few hours an hour, hour here and the thing is, is for us as you know, writers, as as uh, reviewers, you know, what we do in our own space, we need to understand that our authority is not final. What we think or what we write is not final, right? We're writing it because, maybe because the society or because the work we've done has placed us in a place that we can create and write things that people will read. But it doesn't mean that your authority is alpha and omega. You're not the final person because number one, first of all, you're a consumer before you're a reviewer because you have to consume the art itself before you have to see what you think in your head. So for me, uh, I, a couple of questions I have with Joey and, and Shego, right? it, it influenced my disposition towards how I see things. So now I'm not trying to review, I'm trying to tell a story. And that's what differentiates me from any other person. If I meet a music executive, if I, meet, if I, if I have a chance to interview a, a musician, an artist, all right? I don't, I don't want to talk about myself, all right? What I do basically is that most times, some of my stories, most of my stories are like, I get opinion from people that I trust, people that I know in the industry. Like I say, okay, I want to talk to this person. Like, I want to hear your thoughts. You know, conversation that I have, I have with people, conversation I see off Twitter. So I see that people are talking about this thing. People are talking about this on Facebook or on IG or something else. People are saying some things in, in places, in lounge or everything. They're saying some things about this artist. So for myself, when I get to hear those things because I'm in those space, right? So I, so I ask them those questions. So I'm not trying to put myself in a space where I'm trying to review them, right? Because the truth is this, we have 180 million people in Nigeria according to our census. They are reviewing them every day. Yes. So what am I reviewing? I'm one out of 180. Yes. So for me, I come in from a space of, I'm trying as much as possible to let the artist tell himself, tell a story about those questions that I've seen. So, because I, I hang out with music I said, I hang out with the best writers in, in the country, Joey, Motolani, XT, and the rest of them, Shigo, and the rest of them. I hang out with the A and R part of the guys and the rest of them. So, I hear some things that they cannot ask these guys openly. So, what I do is that I, come, I, I can personally say I want to take the fire. I'll ask you this question, you cannot kill me. So, I will tell you the things that they don't want to tell you, or the things I feel that you are executive. I've had conversation with artists that are like, shift your album release date. Do all these things, and this part of the conversation I had with people from other space, not with him. So when I come and I say, see, if you want to release the album today, it does not make sense. If you try this, you're going to, the album is going to sink. And I'm telling you, you're not going to beat me. Nice. I'll go to my house and sleep. 
Yes. So what I'm my own my own point is I'm not trying to review because I, I feel that that part That's has yeah, that, that part has it, it, it that that it is saturated that yes. place has evolved so I'm I'm coming from a place of trust we need to get to a place where we can trust artists that we can trust creators that they can tell their own story mm-hmm. what we have is that we have questions we have doubt we have things that feel like okay you didn't clarify this on this track you didn't clarify this on this project so how can i ask the questions that will make this person to talk more right and i respect any other person that wants to review is your own bit for me i feel like the most important is that i want this person to talk i want this person to explain yeah. if you release a project that i don't understand what it means there's somebody that maybe in Kavanchan or Medugri that understand this song. So I want you to explain to this person what this thing connect to what you're saying. So for me, I think it's just that, that place of trust because I think that is the most important thing. When in the age where trust is is lacking nice. from the media and everything, and that's what gives birth to fake news. All right, because because the media themselves were not trusted. People feel that what we are saying is fake yeah, news. Bias. This guy used to cover politics before. So, 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 that side. so, 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 no, 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 just in, in conclusion. So, I feel that if we're ever going to get to a place, because these artists are trying to cover, they every day on social media. They have, they have IG, they have Twitter, mm-hmm. they have all these things. So, what so do you want to tell that this person is not doing on his Snapchat 24 7? So, simply put, you don't believe in reviews. No, okay. it's, it's, it's not about believing in reviews. It's about the fact that we need to come to a place that all those stories, that all those questions that we have, all those questions we have about the art itself, about the process, it. they get to answer. So get that space where everybody could feel that you are not threatened. I'm not threatened by your art, right? You are, I'm not. Tra- you are not threatened by my opinion. Just say what you want to say. We we'll accept it, and everybody will be fine. All of it. Um, so music reviews are hard, right? Like I said the other time, um, to review an artist is, especially music that you don't like, it's very hard. We can't hear you. Hello, yeah. hi. So mm-hmm. can you hear me now? Money right. voice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like music reviews are very hard. Okay. They are very hard because you are just one person. Like he said, you are just one of one and one and one and one and it's one and 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 one so, stand, stand yes, yes, again. Artists now trust their stands more than trust yes. Yeah. 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 The only people who want to listen to as a reviewer these days, what you, what you have to do is just personally for me, I don't have the ability to be censored. It's supposed to bless. It's supposed to bless on the course. And no, that's the truth. I might be able no, to no, get no. sentimental, but. <laughs> But. but what you can do is be fair. Be fair. Be, be fair. 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 Tell the story about the album. What you, where you think the album is coming from. Yes. What you think the album is trying to do. Mm-hmm. And has the album been able to do what it was trying to do? Okay. If, if I could chip in what you said. You can't chip in. <laughs> so, <laughs> le- no, 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 no. Sorry, give me, give me two lines or three lines. So, the last album that I reviewed, that I, that I reviewed, that I really, really enjoyed was, enjoyed was Black Bones' album. And I felt, I guessed, I understood well what it was trying what to do. What I was trying to do. It was very clear. Mr. Bombastic. Did you do it? Yes, it did. Is it better than anything that he has done since last time when I was 100%? But how about the music that you do? How about the song, the, the albums that you don't like? For example, it's Latin's album that I'm about to review, which is bad by the way. Um, we got help you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, review music for me is I review when I want to work. 
I don't know if you like the way you put yeah, it on the internet. Yeah, yeah, it's just maybe when I just like a song and I take my phone and do it about it. So mostly when music comes to me is because I want to work with that content to be able to bring something else. So and when I review a music or when someone walks up to me or whether the exec or the artist himself or whoever is there that comes to me, I say, okay, Lola, this is the market. I want you to work with the person. I'll tell you, no matter how good I know you are, even if you're the band that's coming to work, I'll tell you, send me his songs like I've never listened to him before. Or send me a link just because I want, want to be professional with you. Or don't worry, you know what, I'm going to go back and do my um, and do my my, my, my due diligence. And due diligence for me is just it's more than the music. So I go, like I said, for me, I like to see, I scatter you, remove all your skeleton and look at you, okay, this is what it is. Then pitch you back together and then know what I want to tell you. So even when you come to me, I say, okay, do you want to work with me? In as much as I'm going to tell you the truth, like Tolani said, I'll try to be fair. Because no matter how good your music is, if your character or just some things that I bring that won't work with me, I'm just going to be honest with you. Yo, bro, you have good music, you are a good vocalist. But you see, this thing that you are trying to sell, the music they are trying to sell, Hell no. You, you are just going to you you people will push you and Nigerians are very funny. They'll be like, I'll be dancing, we are looking at you. By the time you look back, everybody don't move. So you have to be you have to be I don't try to be biased. If I like you, I won't be biased. So if, if I know that with you I'll lie to you. I'd rather just not come back to you because I'm not going to let you. Or just you. review it. Or just review it and say, you know what? This is what I think about it. Or can I talk to somebody that's not going to bite me when I tell you the truth? Because I will tell you the truth and I will not lie. And that's why when people come to me, I'll tell you people, sometimes I don't know why people take my, my advice because I feel like I'm a fraud. But really, I'm actually telling you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a fraud. Yes, I feel like I'm a fraud. Yeah, I say I'm a fraud. So don't be, don't be listening to me alone. No, we are fraud. We have missed the touch. What? So, based on the question, what do you think about compromise, brown envelope influencing your reviews? I'm yet to receive a brown envelope. Fam, I'm yet to. Maybe that's okay, that part. Have you received a brown envelope? The problem with receiving brown No, 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 for me it's I speak with I speak from someone who has found a way to work as a journalist mm-hmm. while also working behind the scenes as a lot of things. Yeah. At some point I'm going to stop being a journalist. Yeah, please in the next nearest future. I'm going to start being a journalist. I'm going to leave this space. So the way it works is different. Number one, nobody, everybody, this industry can pay me for my rights. Same. Yeah, you can't pay me. You can't pay me. You can't pay me too. You can't. It depends because that's that's I a have, conversation have, <laughs> because I come from I, I come from I've done this for a long time. Yeah. Um, for a long time, and one of the things that has made me stand out, apart from the fact that you know I know how to write and you know, I get I, you know, I have the courage to do certain things, but one thing that nobody would ever say in this industry is that 
I gave Joey one naira to do this writing and video. Blessings, blessings, blessings. I gave Joey one naira for father. This and he did it. No. Hmm. Instead, what they will say is, Joey told me because we are connected, I will not touch your work. Because I I work with you on this level, mm-hmm. I cannot be, yeah, I cannot be yeah. publicly. I cannot I cannot publicly yes, yes, see yeah. my mind yeah. because I work with you on other levels, or maybe yeah. I even have a hand in the conception of the record. Yeah. So what I will do is I will unlook to make within the past. I think over time I now made a move for myself, studying for social media. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about songs that I don't like. Genuinely. Yes, I'm not going to talk about songs that I don't like. I'm only going to focus on, I'm only, and it's a, it's a very personal decision for me. I'm going to talk about songs that I don't like. I only talk about songs that I like. I'll amplify them because these days I don't listen to music that I don't like. The moment I, I'm, I'm not under any obligation to review a song. I am not the type of journalism I practice now or the level of it. I am not under any pressure or any, have no required, I'm not required to review music. So I have the liberty to. Choose not to. Choose not to. So I would not. Um, and then sometimes I like individuality. Because what is this review that we're talking about? Yeah. We're talking about engaging art. Art, the engagement of art is an inevitable process. As long as it's in the public, it happens. And it's very democratized. What reviewers do? Reviewers do not improve this process, they do not make it better. What they only do is formalize it, put a structure to it, find a way to make money out of it, or build a career path out of it, just formalize it. Mm-hmm. So the same way, so the only difference between the guy tweeting about the song from a different perspective and you as a as a professional is that you have context, you have insights, you have more knowledge than that person, and your perspective is way different from the next guy. Your so audience. Your audience too, yeah, and you have your audience. And I've tweeted every time I've been attacked a lot for my tweets. People have told me, and, and, and that's what, and that's why I go back to the individual. I like to think I like I see I see things from my angle. A lot of people sometimes subscribe to it a lot of the time. Sometimes I see things differently. I see things differently because I have different perspectives on it. I have different information on it that you yeah. don't have. And so when these things they influence my tweets or influence my thoughts on any project. The last review I wrote, the last review I wrote in the last one year, I've only written one review, and it's Bonneboy for Vader. And that's because I love the album, and I wanted to. But I do a lot of tweeting, uh, and then I focus on telling stories, and telling stories or, or dropping my opinions on things that are about the industry. Because I'm very focused on the industry, rather than the culture, rather than you know, elements of it. So. At those points, do you do I think everybody should agree? Should see things the way I see it? No, no. So, for example, when Joe Ghetto Love came out, everybody said it's a shit song. I said it was a good song because I knew what Whiskey was trying to do. I've had all these conversations. I knew what he was trying to do, and guess what? Those what he was trying to do, he achieved it. Can I ask a question? Same as Joe. What was the chance of Joe? Same as Joe. Let's leave that. Same because as Joe. We'll continue again. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into an argument. Same as Joe. What he was trying to do, he did it. He did it. You might not like it, 
you might not, you might not understand it. You might not understand it. But guess what? He had a plan. And this, this all comes from a conversation I had with Claudia Belli like four years, three years ago. I was with him at the Maven House and we were having a conversation. And he said, and I asked him a question, what is a win to you as an artist? And he says, a win for me is when I tell a song to do something and it goes out and it does it. Mm. Some songs I might listen to, he told me, some songs I, I, I work on, I know they are not going to blow. But maybe I want them to position me in a certain way, maybe to see me in a certain way. Some songs I work on, I know they are not the biggest song, but I have a reason for releasing that record. Maybe I don't want people to be bored or forget me, so I'll just drop something. something. And to those artists, when you do those things, you, you now look them in the eye and tell them you have failed at this. No, because they are metrics and your metrics are different. Yeah. I, I worked on an EP, actively worked on an EP that came out this year. And a lot of people, a lot of people love that. A lot of people do not love that yet. But did the EP do? Did the EP do what I was? What the artist wanted it to do? Where we created it? What we wanted it to do? Yes, it smashed all our expectations. So it's it's this understanding that has that has changed my that has altered how I approach projects. So if I'm looking at your project, I'm listening to your music again, half the time, almost all the time, I have access to everybody. And I can tell you, hey, what were you trying to do? So you can find out. What were all your people? What were you, what were you trying to do here? And I get it. And so that's how I approach my journalism. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it might sound, it might feel like marketing, especially when I also like this thing. Hmm? And a lot of people don't like it, but I understand this. And I want to stand by what I like, what I like, or what I know. And you will share it, and everybody will say, "Ah, uh -uh, but this is this is the opposite of what is the general thought process." Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Jesus, So that's what it is. No, be a No, back to money. I do a lot of things that have that are not journalism. I wear a journalistic hat because that's my most visible work. And that's how I want it to be for a bit. One day I'll announce something that will not have anything to do with journalism at all. At all. And if I've collected money from artists for, for uh, projects that I do, I will not collect your money for journalism. I will not collect your money to write anything. Mm -hmm. I will not collect your money to tweet anything. I can collect, that's why all the influencer work I do is not for artists. I cannot do influencer work for artists. But what I can do is I can structure your influencer team. I can tell them this is what, this is what it is, this is how creative you can be, this is how to approach, this is how to manage perception, this is how to counter this. But for me, as a journalist, do I believe in this? No. And so you would not see me tweet it. You would not see me join in. You would not see you me create the team. But I'll create the team and I'll supervise it. And I will make sure it ex the execution is great. Even if you don't believe in it. Even if I don't believe in it. Because that's, that, that's, that's business. Okay. That's, that's business. Right. So okay. if you want to engage me for any other service that I have, for those who know what I do at the back end, they, tell you, they, they will tell you, okay, Joey can do this for you. If you want to engage me on that score, yes, I will do your work. But if you want to engage me as Joey, come and write this and I'll give you money, I'll tell you no, because 
have integrity, yeah. have credibility. People trust me. And that's the only thing I have as a journalist. When I live in the head. Back to my argument, okay. trust. No, it's trust. People trust me. Put the audience trust. and the answers. They trust. Trust. And trust. never allow it to go. Because one thing is forget about being an upright person or not. Do you know my greatest fear? That one day I will not be able to open my mouth and see something that is bad. And say this is this bad. Is good. This, is, this is good. Because got my money has come from an evil place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I go? Can I go? With that, we have come to the end yes, of this special have. episode. Big shout out to everybody that came through. Big shout out to Studio X, Freemi TV, Freemi Digital, Freemi Space, and especially on Feel Afrobeat and Incubation. Um, you can listen to this. The, the audio will be released on Boomplay, AudioMac, and SoundCloud, while the video will be released on YouTube. Subscribe to Freemi TV on YouTube, and you can catch all the videos and everywhere we and all the episodes we have done in the past. So thank you very much. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you very much. Till next time. Bye bye.